listening to this episode of the stat line as always i'm your co-host emma ross and oliver of course is not here as usual um a little bit as it's happened for the last couple of days um since um i met last episodes uh just because um he he's really not able to do a ton of podcasts because he, he has just a ton of stuff happening so um yeah, he'll be able to do an episode, though, in a couple of weeks. But just expect me for a little bit. Okay, guys, you ready? Um, so, uh, Bucks, Cowboys happen. Um, right now, it is, like, Sunday at, like, 11.30 a.m. <laughs> so, trying to fit in an episode before NFL games start. Um, so, the Bucks, Cowboys happened. Uh, I was 3-for-3 three three predicting that game. Um, we're going to predict all of the NFL games to come. And, um, just a little bit of NBA news, not a ton. Um, anyway, let's get started with today's episode. And, um, while I'm pulling up the background music, guys, um, make sure to, um, subscribe to, uh, follow the Statline on Instagram, username, the Statline Podcast. And if you guys have Gmail, you guys want to send in listener mail, anything like that, you guys can send that into Podcast at gmail.com. That's all lowercase. Here we go. Okay, yeah, that's a good volume. Look at it. Perfect. First time. So, um, I'm gonna react to Bucks Cowboys really quick. The Bucks won 31 to 29. I had I I just do three predictions for every game betting wise. Um, I predict who wins, what the cover is, and the over under. So Bucks won. Um, my prediction was Bucks overall win, but um, Cowboys cover the seven and a half point spread. And it was, like, over, like, 46 points or something like that. Anyway, it was over. So, it was three for three days. Good way to start off the year. Um, so, that's just my little reaction to Bucks Cowboys. Actually, I'll react a little bit more. Um, well, I saw a lot in the air game from, like, Jack Prescott. So, that was good. He's going to be nice and healthy for the season. Amari Cooper got me 33 fantasy points. And a little around there. Um, and, uh, I could have seen a little more from Ezekiel Elliott. He didn't get as much runs, uh, like, he didn't get as many carries as I thought he would. Um, Tony Pollard got more carries than I thought he would. Um, let's just hope Ezekiel Elliott does better in the future, but, um, yeah, we'll follow that. Okay, so, um, games, we're gonna do top six games, and then the rest of them, I'm just gonna give my predictions, but just top six, I'm gonna go a little more in depth. So, game number one, we have Seattle versus the Colts, um, I have this game number one because Seattle, uh, you know, they have some question marks. We don't really know how they're going to do um, this season. They stay kind of the same, but they signed that tie-down guy. Um, their defense should be a little questionable. We'll see how this goes for Seattle. But more questions are on the side of the Colts um, because they have a couple of players injured. Um, yeah, they have a couple of players injured like Xavier Rhodes, Chris Wilcox, Kimiko Ture. Danny Pinter, um, and they have some, yeah, they have some main parts of their defense injured, um, so we'll see how that goes, but, um, I think Seattle will win just because of that, uh, the defensive issues that, um, the Colts are gonna have this game, um, you know, otherwise, though, I think, like, on a normal day, like, if we went, like, 10 weeks into the future when all those players are healthy, I think that, um, uh, the Colts would win. So the cover, I'm gonna go Seattle, but uh, the cover is three points in Seattle's favor. I, I'm not too confident on this one, but I think that Seattle might win by a touchdown or ish. I'm not sure exactly, but um, like I think seven or ten points is reasonable because 
of the noted um, injuries for the Colts. And I'm going to go under 49.5 points um, just because of, uh, I don't think either of these offenses um, can put up over 25 points apiece this game. Um, that's not necessarily what the over-under is, but, um, that's just the average, and I don't think that's gonna happen. I think it's gonna be under that. I think it's just a little bit high. Game number two is Buffalo, uh, the Buffalo Bills against the Pittsburgh, I almost said Pirates, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I'm predicting, the reason I have this is just because we'll see, hey, is Pittsburgh gonna be what they were at the beginning of last season or at the end of last season, you know? Um, and we'll see, Buffalo, are they gonna be... Uh, easy number one in the AFC West, so this is kind of just confirming stuff, you know. Um, so uh, I have Buffalo winning. Uh, I think they have the better overall team. Um, the cover, uh, I'm gonna go with Buffalo at six point five points. Um, I'm gonna go with Buffalo just because I think they'll win by like a touchdown. So a touchdown or more that seems reasonable. That'd be like twenty eight to twenty one seems reasonable-ish. Uh, except that might be a little hind points. Oh. Background music stopped. Um, I use my just a regular old iPhone to play all the music for this that line. So uh, sometimes it just turns it off, you know. Um, whatever, it just happens. Okay, so I'm gonna go under 48 points. Um, just because these are two top-notch defenses. Um, you know Buffalo has a strong offense, but I'm not sure Pittsburgh has that offensive, um, that offensive perspective. You know, um have uh it be over 48 points so i'm gonna go under 48 points okay we have game three new england versus miami don't right uh there was one matchup this week that's the next one okay new england um if you're thinking of one okay new england versus my little you'll see in a second um i predict miami will win which means of course miami will call over the spread there are three point underdogs which a little surprised me um and i think the over under will be 43.5 I think it'll be over that. Um, I have Miami winning just because I think that their offense will improve a lot. Um, you know, you have Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, they got you know they got a pretty solid offense. They got some young wide receivers and stuff like that. Um, I think New England will have a good defense. Um, but uh, you know, forty-three point five—it's a little low for this matchup. Okay. Um, I'm gonna okay number four matchup: Cleveland, Kansas City. Um, this was one of, like, the top matchups, but, um, I just think it's still just, um, the ones above. I just have more questions surrounding them. Okay, number four, we have Cleveland, Kansas City. Like I said, um, I have Kansas City winning, but I have the Browns keeping it close. Um, I have the Browns covering the spread, which is 5.5 in Kansas City's favor, so they're 5.5 underdogs. I think the Browns will cover that. Um... You know, uh, the Browns really, they had a great draft. Um, their defense will definitely improve. So I don't see why they can't um, hold Kansas City to not a, not a ton of points. And I'm sorry. It, it's hard to notice this thing because I'm, like, looking at my uh, outline while I do this. So I can't notice when, like, my screen's about to turn off. Okay, so I have, yep, uh, under 54.5 points just because these are actually some pretty underrated defenses. So, yeah, there we go. Um, number five, I have uh, Jacksonville versus Houston. This will just see because like, is Trevor Lawrence gonna be have a good rookie year? Um, how will Tyrod Taylor do starting? Uh, how's how their defense is gonna do? Something like that. Um, 
I don't think it's going to be like a, you know, like 44, no, 34 to 33, you know, win by a last second field goal, like that kind of game. Um, uh, so let's see. I think Jacksonville will win and they'll cover the spread, which is three points. So they're three point favorites. I think they'll cover that. Um, I think that they'll cover it because, um, you know, just because uh, Houston's defense is probably the worst in the entire NFL. So we'll see how that goes. And um, the under uh, o- over under is 45.5. I'm going to go under just because these are very inexperienced young offenses. Okay, number six, Green Bay versus New Orleans. I have the Packers winning. Um, I think that they're a better overall team with a better offense. Um, um, they don't have a better defense, but I prefer their offense. And um, Packers, I have them uh, covering the three and a half point spread. They're favorites in this game. And um, I'm going to go over 49.5 because these are both strong offenses. Um, you know, in the Saints, they have an amazing defense. In fact, I'm starting them in one of my leagues. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go on. Uh, but, you know, the Packers really don't have a great offense. Uh, I mean, defense, but they can put up enough points where they don't really need a great defense. Um, you know, it's like a good defense. Like, a good defense is a great offense, like that kind of thing. Well, for them, a, a good offense is a great defense, you know. Um, they don't really need to have a great defense. So, that is the stat line top six matchups for the week. And, um... We're going to go into the rest of the games. We're just going to run through it quick. Uh, since it is 11.47 a.m. Central Time. Games start at 12 uh, a.m. Central Time. Well, 12 p.m. Central Time. So uh, I've got to run through this a little bit. Okay. Um, Chargers versus football team. Washington football team. I think Washington will win. They'll cover the one-point spread. They're favorites. Um, and I think it'll be under 44.5 points. You know, just because of the defense. Um, they both have good defense. Okay, uh, we have the Cardinals against the Titans. I think Cardinals will win. Uh, the underdogs, the Cardinals will win. Um, I think they cover the three-point spread. Again, they're underdogs. And I'm going to go over 52 points, even though that's a high, um, that's high. Neither of these teams really have great defenses. Okay, we have the Vikings against the Bengals. I think the Vikings will win, but I think it will be really close. I think the Bengals will cover the three-point spread. Um, so um, we're talking like a under like under three point game and the Vikings win, and I think it will be under forty seven points because you know neither of these teams have fantastic offenses. I mean I guess the Vikings is okay, but um yeah not great offenses here. Okay, we have the 49ers against the Lions. I think the 49ers will will win. I think they'll cover the forty uh, seven point five spread. Uh, their favorites, so that's seven point five or more points. And I predict that this game will have over 44.5 points scored in it. Well, sorry. It just happens sometimes. You know, I should invent, like, some sort of machine. But that would, like, take an entire day where, like, you know those little things, like, you see in cartoons? Like, I'm pretty sure there was one in one, uh, um, Looney Tune thing. Uh, or it's, it's like those birds where, like, their body goes down, like, into the water. Like, they're taking a sip of water and back up like that. I forget what those things are called, but, um, like that for whenever my, uh, screen's about to turn off, just that thing. i crack my phone. <laughs> um, anyway, 
Um, so next game, we have the Jets against Carolina. I think Carolina will win, but the underdog, the Jets, will cover their four-point um, spread. So we're talking like a four-point or less game, and Carolina wins. And under 44 points, just because these teams, um, other than Christian McCaffrey, there isn't a ton of offensive upside to either of these teams. Okay, we have Denver against the Giants. I think Denver will win and cover the three-point spread. Um, they're favorites. And um, I'm going to go over 41.5. These are both great defenses and all, but um, 41.5 is just really low. Like, 21 to 21 will beat that. So, yeah. Okay, I have um next game. We have the Bears against the Rams. Uh, I think that the Rams will win, but the Bears will cover the 7.5 spread. They're underdogs. And um, I think that uh, that will happen just because of, you know, I don't see that the Rams winning by more than a touchdown just because of the Bears' defense. Um, And we're going to go under 46.5 points just because, you know, the defenses of both these teams are, like, both top 10. Okay, um, we have Ravens against the Raiders. This is on Monday. This is a Monday game. I have the Ravens winning, carving the four-point spread, and that is my lock for the week. The Ravens will beat the Raiders by over four points. Um... That's the stat line lock of the week. And I think under 50 points is reasonable just because I don't see the Raiders putting up um, more than, like, 16 points. And I don't see that uh, the Ravens putting up over, like, 36. So, I meant 34. Um, yeah, so that gets us into our final, our final game. I, just try, I, like, I don't know why, but I like saving the best for last. I'm just kidding. We have the Eagles against the Falcons. I think the Falcons will win. But the Eagles will cover the three-point spread. The Eagles are the underdogs in this game. Um, so I think it will be Falcons win by less than three points. Um, and the over-under, I'm going to go over 48.5 points. Um, this, All of those odds were from ESPN. I'm not sure exactly what they use. But I think it's like um, MGM or something like that. I think it's MGM. Well, that... Um, uh, that ends the first half already. It's been a short first half. We'll come back with just a little bit of NBA stuff after the break. Right here, as always, on the stat line. So guys, welcome back to this episode of the stat line. That out like um middle of the break, the music that just last played was probably my favorite. I don't know. I actually made that one myself. So um we do a little bit of NBA news and then sign off. Okay, so um we got results for the bracket. Number one seed one, so that'd be Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. Um uh, I heard back a ton via Gmail, the most that I've heard um, so far. 
So guys, thanks so much for uh, sending that in. You guys can send uh, that into the Statline Podcast at gmail.com. Nope, I almost said that. The whispering. Shame on me. Okay, let me say it again. The Statline Podcast at gmail.com. That's all lowercase. There we go. That's so much fun, guys. You want to believe that. Okay, Um. so they won. You know, uh, number seed won. I mean, it would have been fun to see an upset Um. in the finals or before other than just one game, which was Larry Bird and Kevin McHale. Uh, they beat out uh, Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, which, mm, I don't know. I could see them being, I, I think Kareem might be a little too good for that. Um, But, you know, listener's choice, whatever. Um, But, uh, you know, I guess you can't argue with titles, you know. Um, They won six in, like, seven years. So, that's crazy. Um, So, um... Uh, two other things in news, real quick. Uh, the Raptors can now play in Toronto. The Canadian government give uh, gave the Raptors um, approval to play in Toronto last season. They had to play, I think, in Miami. I don't know, or is Tampa? I think it might have been Tampa actually. I think it was Tampa. Anyway, they played somewhere in Florida. I forget where. Um, but uh, well, now they will be able to play back in Canada. They had a shutdown on the border due to coronavirus um which reminds me guys i encourage all listeners who are eligible uh, to go get the vaccine uh stay safe all that stuff and um oh okay one second yeah sorry that just sometimes happens i don't know that's something with my mixing board um so this they'll have the home court advantage which um probably help okay Um, that was interesting. Um, the home court advantage, that should definitely help the Raptors, um, since, um, I mean, I don't know how many people are going to travel all the way to Florida. Well, I'm not even sure you could get back, so I'm not sure you could even travel out of Canada, yes, because of the restrictions. So, uh, yeah, it's going to really help them this season. Um, and, um, yeah. Um, so we have one last bit of news. We had a 2021 Basketball Hall of Fame induction uh, that was yesterday. Um, uh, the inductees were um, Rick Adelman. This is the North American right here. Rick Adelman, Chris, ba- Chris Bosch, um, who he played for the Heat, Paul Pierce. I don't think I have to talk about him too much. Um, former Celtics player, Bill Russell. He's already in as a player, but now he'll be inducted as a coach. Uh, Bill Russell, in my m- mind, is the GOAT. Um, he has 14 championships, um, 11 as a player, 3 as a coach. So uh, he's one of the GOATs of basketball. Ben Wallace, that dude's awesome, especially in 2K. Love his hair. Um, Chris Webber, um, he might have been, he was a little old for me. Um, you know, whatever. We got three minutes left in this episode. Um, I'll just let go. Okay, so uh, Chris Webber, uh, he was a little old for me to watch uh, him a ton, um, but I knew he played for the Michigan, um, the Fab Five, and Jay Wright, who um, I think he's an ESPN guy, um, but I know I think he played. Hmm, I don't know if you guys hear it. Something like um, I don't know what it is. So women's committee, we had Yolanda Griffith and Lauren Jackson. I know Lauren Jackson was a three-time. MVP in the WNBA, so, um, that's cool, uh, contribute to your committee direct elections, uh, 
I don't know any of those players. Um, uh, the Early African American Pioneers Committee. Uh, that's actually that's a really cool thing. Um, that reminds me of Duke Slater from uh, Iowa. That's a cool story. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm not gonna go on for like ten minutes about some stories that I know about Iowa because we only have about five minutes left to do this episode. So um, Clarence Fats Jenkins. Um, I've heard of that guy before. That's pretty cool. Um, and uh, Tony Kukoc was also uh elected. He um played for the Bulls in the '90s. Um, and uh, he was in the Last Dance. So um, that wraps up today's episode, guys. Thank you so very much for tuning in today's show. Um, uh, don't forget to tell a friend if you know someone who likes sports or is mildly interested. Um. Uh, thanks so much, guys. Uh, don't forget to follow the stat line on Instagram. Username the stat line podcast. And you guys, if you have anything to Gmail in or you want to contact me, you guys can send that into the stat line podcast. I'm gonna say it again. The stat line podcast at gmail.com. That's all lowercase. And um, yeah, guys, thanks so much for tuning in today's episode, and we'll see you next time right here on the stat line. Wait, let me say it again. I go the stat music for this stat line was oh sorry i left my echo on music for the stat line was created by four season and yours truly managed by emma ross and oliver knight see you guys